Hello, and welcome to the Enlightened Awakening Podcast. Place of honest and authentic conversations. I'm your host, Timmy. And I'm Uriel. And today, we're going to have a conversation about comparison. I think most of us have heard this idea that comparison is the thief of joy, but I believe anyways that there are some strategic ways that we can use comparison to be able to help us move ourselves closer to our goals. Uriel, I don't know if that's something that you've ever considered, but the question I want to ask you to open up today is, have you ever thought about the fact that comparison was an issue in your life? And if so, what is it that led you to that realization? Yeah, that's a great question because I feel as though that began from a very young age, being the fifth boy out of five boys in my family. I think I always kind of looked up to all of my older siblings. And in some ways, when I was younger, I would always kind of compare myself to them. And it kind of had a dual effect in my life for a long, long time when it pertained to my family, where some of it would be quite positive and it would lead me to be better when I would see that my siblings are better at me at, at something. Mainly it was like sports and I always sort of thrived to be better than them. And it kind of led me to the love of exercise and just generally trying to take care of myself and my body to be able to perform at a certain level. But then that kind of carried on in my life and into adulthood. And it was something that I kind of figured out about five years ago. I never really got super heavily into social media myself. I think mostly I was on Facebook, but I never got onto like Instagram really or like Snapchat or Twitter. But I found that that was like a place that a lot of people were essentially putting themselves out there for others to compare. But then subconsciously, it was also something that I was doing, right? You kind of see this highlight reel of people's lives and you compare it subconsciously to the way that your life is going. And it leads to a lot of, well, for me at least specifically, it led to a lot of resentment towards myself because it created this fallacy that I was not achieving enough in my life, that other people were doing better, that other people were living more exciting lives. And so that was kind of the main thing that led me to just getting rid of social media entirely because I could see the subconscious effects that it was having in my life and how none of my achievements, no matter how big or small, and no matter the improvements that I was making, whether it be day to day, month to month, or year over year, it still wasn't enough. But I couldn't necessarily consciously connect the dots during those times because I wasn't really being mindful and aware that social media is essentially just a highlight reel of people's lives. And it's not a representation of the life that they actually live from the moment that they wake up to the moment that they go to sleep. And I found out that a lot of people sometimes will pre-record things or set themselves up. And a big part of the job itself is about creating these ideas, these grand scenes that essentially are utilized to move products, to sell things to people, to create engagement. But more importantly, is to create this fictional idea that sucks people in and entices people to want to engage with that content. Because I think ultimately we all want to be, I shouldn't say we all want to be, but I think to some degree I wanted, when I was a lot younger, some recognition. 
mm-hmm. and to feel like my achievements were honored in the same way that the achievements of other people of a similar age as me were. And uh, it was a very destructive time for sure. Yeah, man. I think that you've really tapped on this piece about social media and why it's something that we really need to guard against when it comes to this idea of comparison. Of course, social media is just a tool like many other things in life. And depending how that tool is leveraged, we're going to see different results. I think for myself, I have also fallen into this idea of looking at the highlight reels of people's lives and comparing that to your own lowlights. Inevitably, if we're doing that, then that's something that is going to lower our self-esteem. It will potentially cause us to lose gratitude for the things that we do have and just causes us to hyper-focus on the differences between what we have and what we perceive we want to have. I think that some of the other tricky pieces around this comparison game is also the fact that it can at times blind us to those opportunities that we are presented with to be able to move closer to the life that we ultimately want to live. I think that gratitude, which is something that you've talked quite a bit about in our recent conversations, I think that that really is something that allows you to unlock all sorts of benefits. But I think that hedging yourself and protecting yourself against the downsides of comparison is probably one of the biggest ones. When you're grateful for what it is that you have, you don't have time or energy to be looking over at your neighbor's lawn to see how their grass is doing. And that's where that saying of grass is going to be green wherever you water it. And oftentimes this comparison piece, in addition to being the thief of joy, it also steals agency from us. It steals initiative. And in my own life, I've often seen how the times that I have allowed myself to slip into that, all it does is it causes us to feel worse. And it's like that self-perpetuating cycle where you look at what other people are doing and say, it's because of this circumstance or because they were born into this, this class that I personally was born into or they might have been born into a more fortunate situation and they may have just had a better hand that they drew. But again, it's not about how or the cards that you're dealt, but rather how you're playing your hand. And so I think that one of the things that I've been thinking more about recently is how to like be more strategic in the way that we use comparison. And I know this idea of comparing yourself to who you were yesterday to who you are today is something that's come up previously, but I wanted to spend a little bit of time chatting about it here because honestly and truly, I believe that that has been something that when I am able to leverage that strategically has made significant differences in my life. What are your thoughts on this idea of comparing yourself to who you were yesterday to today? Is that something that you found to be useful in your life? Is it something that you shy away from? Tell me about it. Yeah, for the most part, I think that I put in a lot of effort in my personal life to ensure that I am consistently comparing myself to my previous self. I utilize a variety of metrics. For example, when it comes to exercising, you'll take progress photos. I've actually been dabbling a little bit into journaling. I actually do it in voice memos. I find that to be a little bit better for myself. I feel as though I can explore my own trains of thoughts far better. And I also allow myself to decompress by just having a conversation with myself. And it helps me identify some flaws as well in my way of thinking when I'm speaking my ideas out loud. Having that said, I think it's important to acknowledge that for the most part, most people are competitive and they would like to be better. I think people have a desire to be better. 
And that's where things become, I think, very, very tricky. Because I choose to believe that people aren't content or happy with being mediocre. I think we all have certain levels of, and I'm going to say, quote, success of where we would like our lives to be or how we view success itself. And that may not be success to the next person because their ideals or their ideology on what success is will be obviously drastically different. But bringing it back to comparing with yourself and why it's beneficial, but also we have to acknowledge that it's incredibly difficult because of that naturally competitive nature that we have as humans, that we can't, I personally believe that it's very difficult or nearly impossible to eradicate that comparison. And what I found beneficial to me to mitigate some of the damages of comparing others is to acknowledge other people's achievements and to attempt to learn from them, to change our perspective from a victim mindset where we begin to validate our emotions when they are negative in comparison to another person. It's about challenging those beliefs when the comparison is negatively affecting you and acknowledging that, hey, other people are actually really good at other things. And to be frank with you, aspiring to be the best at something is a good goal. But I think it's also important to know that there and acknowledge that there's always going to be somebody out there that may be better than you, no matter how good you might be at something. There's always going to be somebody that's going to come around. And as a big fan of sports, whether it is age that diminishes the abilities of a player or even just new talent, right? You always have the change of guard that occurs. And comparing one person to the other is also something that's kind of been ingrained in us in society. You always think about competitions. We're always trying to see who the best at something is. And I think naturally that I think is what drives our competitive nature. But in order to truly be happy, we have to acknowledge our growth individually and try to compare ourselves to our growth previously and how that's taken place and how far we come now. And additionally to that, acknowledging other people's successes and trying to learn from them and appreciating that there's people out there that are really good at a variety of things and that it's okay to not be the best. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you can't strive to be the best version of yourself, but I think becoming fixated with the idea that you have to be better than everyone else is where this really becomes a spiral that negatively affects your life consistently. Because the acknowledgement that other people are better than you in comparison is just a negative thought that will continuously kind of eat away at you. And instead of saying, hey, you know what? I'm really glad that that person is really good at this. You know, we can maybe enjoy that activity together. And not seeing it as a threat to your worth or to you as a person, but actually seeing it as value and the value that that person brings to your life. I think that's like the way that I've learned to cope with negative comparisons. And I've, although it's not a perfect, because I do sometimes continue to fall into that, that's usually the way that helps me get out of it. It's almost when like comparison becomes jealousy, where I think it becomes quite detrimental. And I think that's probably the best way to make a distinction of it. When you compare to somebody else and you become jealous of that person's achievements, that is where it sort of 
is a bit of a death spiral downwards that just continues to negatively affect that individual. Yeah, man, that's exactly where my head was as you were wrapping up that thought. Jealousy and coveting what it is that other people have, that is really what I believe is the thief of joy. Because there is a lot of value, as you've rightly pointed out, to looking at what it is that other people who have been successful or who have reached certain levels in a particular field, there's a lot of value to that. Because even if you are trying to do something different, we can still learn from those who have gone ahead to be able to achieve great things. But that line, I fully agree, is when you start to covet what it is other people have. I have to be honest, I'm very grateful that of the seven deadly sins, that is not something that I've ever really had to struggle with. Pride definitely has been an ongoing struggle for me and probably will be for quite some time. But any time that I've seen that somebody had something that I desired for myself, it was a simple process for me to just think about, okay, what is it that they did to be able to get there? Or sometimes I'll even just ask them. And even if I can't have that same thing in that same way, I take notes on what it is that was the difference maker for them and try to find a way to apply it in a way that makes sense to my life. And it's made a significant difference. But I think that I don't take for granted the fact that the reason I'm able to do that is because I've been blessed to have a healthy self-image around things like that. That, as I said earlier, the grass is always going to be green where you water it. So instead of looking over at your neighbor's lawn and being pissed, just take some water and water yours. Plant some seed. Ask some people. Ask your neighbor, what is it that you did to get this result? And I think that's kind of the beauty of being able to, to look at things a step removed and to realize that it's not all about yourself. And I'm talking to myself as I'm saying this. I think the other piece of this that also really stands out to me when it comes to this whole comparison game lies in what you had mentioned earlier about the importance of being able to track your progress. I know some people who actually are very against the idea of comparing themselves to who they were previously because perhaps there is some pain there where they see that they used to be able to do XYZ, but now because of external circumstances or other things that have happened, they're no longer able to do what they did on that same level. And that is a source of sadness for them. And when I hear people talk about comparing where they were to where they are now in that way, it does make me sad because I really just want to share with them. And sometimes I do that while you may not be able to get to where you were, you can always continue moving forward as long as there is hope, there is life. And I think that that's really where, in my point of view, this idea of using comparison in a strategic way that allows you to be able to move forward, it really is rooted in that idea. The other thing that I think is critical to talk about in this conversation is the younger generation coming up and what it is that they're against when it comes to comparison. I will say that I do fear for my children when they eventually, well, when we have kids first of all, and they get to that age where comparison starts to become more of a thing. Because for us, well, let me say, I don't know about you, but for me, when I was growing up, comparison really was limited to what it was that we could see physically. And I'd say, yeah, closer to maybe the end of junior high, high school, that's when Facebook really started taking over. And then it was more of a thing that you would see on social media. But by the time that I have kids and they're at the age where they're able to be aware of the differences between what it is that they may have access to and others, 
I'm very curious to see like what things will be like at that time, because if the way that things are going are, is any indication now, it's going to be even more dicey and it's going to be even more of a struggle to be able to help them understand that while you may not have X, let's take that time to really appreciate that we have Y and that we too, by being strategic with the way that we do things or even just adjusting our perspectives, we are able to obtain more, become more, achieve more, or as I said, shift your perspective and just practice that gratitude for what it is that we have been blessed to be able to have. You bring up a lot of really interesting points. And I want to touch firstly on the point about pride. And you said that's something that you struggle with. And I think that's something that I also personally struggle with a lot more. I mean, it is something still that I that I struggle with from time to time, but I do make a good effort in trying to catch myself. But now it just makes me think about how maybe pride is also intertwined into comparison, if you think about it, because a person that's prideful usually tends to have a high opinion of their own abilities and their own worth. And pride then can get intertwined in comparison in a negative way because it can create this negative feedback loop of a person feeling like they are better than the people around them and therefore should be achieving you know, the same or should be having greater achievements than the people they're being exposed to. And that is the really challenging thing about like social media, right? Because we had touched about it in the past in regards to rewarding children with participation medals and how it builds this false sense of confidence. And then when they're exposed to the real world where they may not have an achievement award for just participating in something, then that completely destroys their self-confidence and their self-worth. So when I think about like social media and the way it's constructed, everybody sort of makes all of these claims about how they, you know, do this and you'll change your life forever. So it almost in a way kind of resonates with that. Like for me, at least, I kind of see it as as a very prideful way that people are trying to advertise themselves to ultimately, again, have people consume their product, whatever that might be. And following that thought onto the idea of the future generations and how challenging it's going to be for them, I feel like that's every generation has alluded to the newer generation struggling with specific things. And so I, again, agree with you, but I just want to recognize that the world is an incredibly, incredibly challenging place. We have an insane amount of competition. Even just getting into university programs has become even more difficult. And so the way that you are rewarded in many ways in life is via comparison of others. Your test scores have to be high enough. Your grades have to be high enough in order for you to be competitive. And I think that that word actually kind of gets tossed around quite a bit. When you're applying for a job, they always talk about, hey, build your resume in a way that it looks appealing and competitive so that you you can compete for this position with all of these other applicants. And so I think comparison itself has been deeply ingrained into the way that society works. And I think that's why it's so challenging to be mindful about not comparing yourself to others. Although there is some benefit to it, but this all obviously is going to fall down to 
every individual person, it's like their responsibility to identify how much comparison is good for them because that will change. And that will change as we grow older. Certainly, it's it's good to know that there are people that are better than you out there at something that you're striving to get involved in, because that's going to generate a sense of motivation. And more importantly, if you really want something, the drive and the desire to want to achieve whatever that goal might be, regardless of how fierce the competition is. And inevitably, there's going to be many times in our lives where we're going to be compared just like the next generations and the next generations. And I think it's really important now with the way that society works around these parameters. I think society really looks for the most abled people that have the greatest skill set to be in these influential positions. It doesn't necessarily always happen that way, but I think generally speaking, that's sort of the way that people portray themselves. And at least in social media, I think we see a lot of that, especially in self-improvement channels. And so I think what's going to be really important, and just to kind of close this thought around the new generation, is to teach children to accept themselves for who they are, to set realistic goals and expectations of how in the path that they can achieve those goals, and to have a healthy balance of nurture and challenge. You don't want to overly nurture a child because that's going to be detrimental to their ability to act on things that they are fearful of or to push themselves past the point where they are unsure whether or not they can reach their goal. And to have a healthy relationship with themselves by knowing that failure is inevitable in life and that failure doesn't necessarily define them. They are defined by the process in which they choose to engage in. And that alone, I think, can actually build the generation in a way that they'll be more resilient for the inevitable fierce competition that is just going to deepen as children are exposed to a variety of technology, to more information. They're just going to be better than us at everything. And so building resilience in them and letting them know that it is okay for them to reach their maximum potential, whatever that might be, and that that is for them to explore. And just because somebody's achieved something, it doesn't necessarily mean that they themselves can't achieve their own feat of success, whatever that might look like. Yeah, man, you said it so well. And just before we wrap up, I want to touch on what you talked about in terms of pride and how that also is a a source of comparison. That's an interesting thought. And as you were talking, I'm like, you know what, that's extremely accurate because I think that most times when we talk about comparison, we talk about it in the in the negative sense, in the sense where it's like, okay, I'm comparing myself to other people and I feel less than. But you said it so well that often people who do struggle with pride, they still are playing that comparison game. And it is often rooted in, I would say, especially when I was younger, I think that that was rooted really in fearing that I was less than, which is, it's interesting how the root oftentimes can be the same, both directions. You also mentioned about how the next generation is definitely going to be superior, well, better in certain ways. And I think that it's interesting that as a society, we seem to be getting better at getting better. If you think about how athletes seem to be continually breaking records, we're always hearing about, oh, this person has achieved this feat that nobody in however many decades has been able to achieve. And I think that that's because as a by and large, where we have a greater wealth of knowledge and we have a greater ability to be able to dive in and see what makes 
those who are the best, the best. The science of success, I think, is a field that has continually expanded, especially as our knowledge has expanded. And so I very much look forward to seeing what this next generation is going to look like and how things are going to continue to develop for them. And to kind of wrap it up in terms of this whole idea of leveraging comparison to our advantage or how we can potentially do that, I think that the biggest way that I will continue to seek to do that is to compare myself to myself. And what you talked about with using voice notes and journaling, I think is a critical piece of that. Mindfulness is really the root, I believe, of all internal progress. And having that awareness of where you're at, where you have been, where you're trying to go, what the gaps are between those places and how you're going to get there is, it's a powerful feeling. When you know that you have control over how it is that things are going to go for you, then you're laughing no matter what happens because you have the ability to go forward, strive to become the best, and to be happy with the results whichever way they go because you know that you have faith in your ability to shift things. Yeah. And if I can say one thing or one tip is take a break from social media if you feel like comparison is destroying your life. Yeah. And really try to focus yourself and disconnect from the world so that you can really see how great you are. Amen to that, brother. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, guys. We really appreciate the continued support. Stay tuned next week, same time, same place. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening and have a good day.